From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school sports fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! You nailed it. You caught, you, I, yeah. you caught yourself, you didn't you? I didn't bobble. <laughs> you caught yourself, didn't you? Myself. Yeah. No, I had to think about it. I did have to think about it. There ain't no doubt about it. I want to say football all the time, but, you know, I, I got it. Uh, all right. Good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. Uh, it's February 26th. Look at Whoa. that. Where'd this month go? This month is flying. Well, we still got a piece of it, though. We still I, got a little bit of it. A little bit. But you're right. It's gone by fast. Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, you guys can reach out to us at Crunch high school sports at gmail.com it's crunch hs sports at gmail.com so we'd love to hear from you i've heard from a few folks this week uh if you've got any ideas or you know any uh any thoughts uh, send them our way we'd love to hear from you um last saturday after our show aired we covered the 1a 2a 3a uh, state wrestling championships at the salem civic center man you talk about some good wrestling yes even if you don't like wrestling, if you haven't seen wrestling, you got to go see it. I mean, you talk about gladiators. Right. And there's no, the thing that's interesting about wrestling, it's one of those sports where you can't like turn to a teammate and go, what are you doing out here? Oh, no. It's, no, it's you, all on you. It's all on you. Yeah. And there's something really pure about that. Yes. I mean, I love that. But we watch those and I'm going to recap um, just because it's been a week, but I want to make sure and recap, you know, our state champs. I'll right. do that in the middle of the show and talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I don't want to let wrestling go uh, away just yet, but um, really want to recognize those guys. And since they hap- it happened after our show, uh, certainly want to uh, want to call them out. But we had uh, a great two days of wrestling, uh, you know, and and you know the the half the classes were over in Virginia Beach, so um, certainly. Uh, that makes it tough. We can't really get over there to cover them as as closely. Uh, but Jimmy Jimmy's got a lot of great shots from the from the wrestling on CrunchMVP.com. So go out and check that out. But it, it's a great sport, right? I didn't grow up wrestling, but it is. I didn't. The only time you what in gym class, you would go through that little section of gym class. Yeah. but that that was it. I, I was not. You know, heavy into that. Yeah, and you always wanted to stay away from the wrestlers. Yeah, in gym class, especially especially my neighbor Tony Wilson, who would always say, "Hey, let me show you this new move," and he only did it one time, right? And that was it. So yeah, you know, I I grew up with a family of six, so we were the kids in the neighborhood up on top of the fence dropping the elbows. Oh yeah, that was the only wrestling we were doing. Big time, big time wrestling. All right, so uh, so some exciting news this week. In the state of Virginia, we had a new uh, record broken in prep basketball. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. East Rockingham's Tyler Nickel uh, set the new VHSL scoring record with 37 points and a 60-51 win over Strasburg in Region 2B. Now, the record he set was the total scoring okay. for a career. Wow. Uh, it's over 2,800 points. I mean, just amazing. Good day. Uh, and... and Obviously, you're thinking, okay, what's this kid look like? What, you know, what's he about? Well, he's six eight, and he's going to North Carolina. Yeah, well, that does it. Yeah. That that does it. So, yeah. um, but East Rockingham's had some great basketball. Mm. We watched them in the state championship uh, a year or two ago, didn't we? Against well, that's Radford. True. Yeah, and, and they man, were shocked that Radford beat them. Yeah, and Radford yeah. really took it to them that 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 night. So, yeah. uh, uh, but but you know, we like to call out some of these records when they're broken. Um, 
But uh, around here, though, we had some great playoff basketball this week. We were just laughing about it. Jimmy and I, I mean, literally have been out every night. Right. Uh, and coaches out there looking. And, and uh, I mean, we covered so much basketball this week. It is unbelievable. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to keep all the games straight. But we love it. Um, and, and right now, this is where the rubber's meeting the road. Uh, and, ten, and, and tonight, uh, what a battle. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got a couple really good battles, but the, the one here in town tonight with um, number three in the state uh, in 3A, Northside at number one in the state, Cave Spring. And these guys have played before already. So, yes. uh, and, and remember, uh, the only blemish to <clears throat> Cave Spring's record was provided at the hands of Northside at Cave Spring. The Vikings so, got them. Yeah, him. exactly. So they've tasted victory on that court. Yeah. And that's not an easy taste. I think they had. Yeah, yeah. That's not an easy place to play. Um, And then another treat this morning, and I love this. Head coach of Northside, Bill Pope, uh, he'll be joining us in just a few minutes on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline uh, to talk about uh, you know uh, his Vikings, and uh, hopefully we can get him to talk about his career a little bit. I mean, he's a humble guy. Yeah, uh, it's hard to get him to talk about himself at all. But man, he's an interesting guy. Great story. Yeah, and uh, just a fantastic coach. Yes, been around forever. That he is. Yeah. Been around forever. That's right. Uh, on the girls' side, um, this week, you know, number two Stanton River survived a scare the other night against Magna Vista. Uh, that was Thursday night, and now tonight, the other big game. Oh yeah, the the crystal ball that I looked in from coach. I looked over his shoulder into that crystal ball yes. many weeks ago and said, um, "There's a there's a meeting that's going to happen, and it's happening at six o'clock in Carroll County, where Carroll County will take on uh, the unbeaten uh, Stanton River Golden Eagles. So it's going to be quite a game, quite uh, a game. People have been looking forward to this one for a while, and they scrimmaged. Um, they scrimmaged earlier this year before the season, I think, and. I was told it was nip and tuck. I was told it, I was told it was pretty close. Now it depends on who you talk to, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. talk to some of the Carol, the Cavalier fans, and they're like, "Oh no, you know that uh, wasn't yeah, that, that was, was a walk away." But right. uh, but you know the people that uh, that I talked to and I trust said it was it was tight, and uh, they're looking for a great game tonight. Yeah. All right. So um, talking about a mile marker too, and and Jimmy unearthed unearthed this this week for us. How about Coach uh, Andrew Hart of uh, Lord Botetourt reaching the hundred win mark? Nice. Um, you know, you've got coaches like Coach Pope that's got 500 wins. He's been, you know, 35-plus years. But, um, you know, Coach Hart's really doing a fine job at Botetourt. He's got seven and a half, eight years over there, and he's already at the 100-win mark. And, you know, some of this stuff, you know, when we talk about these kinds of uh, milestones, I think you got to look in context. I mean, he is in a tough district. He is. Yes. Definitely. Fleming. Oh, yeah. Northside. Right. You know, they played uh, Cave this year. They don't shy away. They, they play GW Dan. I mean, they don't shy away who they, uh, you know, who they take on. They play Radford every year. Right. So it's not like, you know, Botetot's out here playing nobody. They play James River. Sure. Uh, I mean, they play some really quality teams. So 100 wins at Botetot, I think, is really impressive. Good in, milestone in that sh- there. In that short yeah. amount of time. So yeah. congratulations to Code Hart. Um, all right. So uh, got a great show for you today. Um, I, I want, I like to thank some of our sponsors. I want to jump out uh, this morning and, and thank, um, uh, Chuck Baker yes. uh, at Haley Toyota. Uh, what a great, um, supporter he is of high school sports and, uh, the area. And, um, 
you know, he just does a fantastic job all over. He's all over the place. How many of Chuck, how many Chucks are there out there? <laughs> He's got to have a doppelganger somewhere. He does. Maybe a He's couple. everywhere. That's kind of scary. It though. is. It really is. But I mean, he, he just, I mean, he's everywhere. You see him. You know, you go to an event, he's there, uh, he's shaking hands, he's kissing babies, handing out cigars. Uh, but I'm telling you, if if you need a vehicle, Haley Toyota is where you want to start. And, uh, you know, they're going to sell you over there. And they, they've got quality uh, vehicles and just do a really fine job. And we really appreciate uh, Chuck Baker and all he does for local area high school sports. All right, so let's uh, let's do our normal gig here. Let's gather around the campfire uh and, and talk a little, now, don't give it all away, guys, but t- talk a little bit about what jumped out at you uh, this week. Coach, let's all, we always love to start with you. Let's yeah, not so much this week, but this season. And, oh. And what a difference a game makes. And we have watched teams this year, especially, you know, we can look at Cave Spring, and when Cave Spring looks at that record, what do they notice? They notice that one, one loss. Oh. Yeah. That one loss. And guess who you get tonight? The team that handed you that one yeah. loss. And then you look at teams like Pulaski County with the girls' side. Mm-hmm. And you look at those losses and you go, Carroll County. Let me tell you, when it comes to changing your season around with Pulaski County, Pulaski County rolled into Tennessee in late December and played in a tournament against Tennessee teams. They lost two out of the three up there in Tennessee. Right. It changed that team. It showed them that there were better teams out there. And in order to be better, you've got to beat the better teams. And they've rolled back in, and they've been winning everything. They got EC Glass last night. Right. It was a good win over EC Glass last night. You know, it's it's one of these things where if you lose this game, this championship in the regionals, you're pretty well guaranteed to move on. It's okay to lose a game here and there. Learn from the games you lose. And we've watched these teams turn their seasons around on losing this game. At the end of the day, if you lose your regional, nobody's going to remember that if you win the state championship. Yeah, it's crazy. And Jimmy and I talk about this all the time. (laughs) You get to a certain point, if you lose, you're still in. You're still in, which is okay. Because if you lose that game, you know, and I I sat there last night with James River. James River lost 41 to 40. If you lose that ball game, and you did. Yep. But guess what? You're still alive. You learn from that game. You're going to make adjustments. Go win that title. Go win that championship. Because at the end of the day, if you've got that banner in your gym saying James River State Champions, nobody's going to remember that 41 to 40 loss to Radford. Nobody's well, going to I, I can tell you, being at that game last night, James River, it, it, I think it was a wake-up call to them. Yes. And I think they were stunned. Right. And I'll be honest, I was stunned. I, I, you know, so anyway. It's one of these things, Jimmy, that I, as a coach, I always appreciate that loss out of the blue because it wakes you up. It literally just sits there and goes, okay. Yeah. You got a little swagger about yourself. Got a little big in your britches. Work to do. You got some work to do. You're not that good. You've always got work to do. And it scares me with some of these teams because I watch these teams and these teams are like, we are the best. Prove it. Just go out and win your games. Prove it. But guess what? The team you're playing, they're walking the same walk. They're talking the same talk. They're the best. At the end of the day, the very best hangs that banner 
in your gym. And, you know, Cave Spring got a little taste of that against William Byrd this week where they were behind going into the fourth quarter. So, right. So it's, you know, those little shake-up out of your dream is Are good. As good. Yeah, so, anyway, it's good. Yeah. As long as it doesn't end your season. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You know, then, I mean, what's the point? But, but, no, if you're in these <clears> final <throat> games and you get, get that wake-up call, you better understand that that's a wake-up call. And you need to fix it, and you need to change it because that team that beat you, guess what? You may see again somewhere down the road in these. You know, you may see them again because they're fighting for the same thing you're fighting for right now. Well, yeah. one th- one thing you didn't you failed to mention though was yeah, uh, Carroll County got Pulaski County, but Pulaski County also put that got one Carol. loss on yes, Carroll exactly. So and I that's mean, what I'm saying. Those are the games that you sit there and you look at that full season. And you go, okay, we lost these games in Tennessee. We lost. But who beat us? Carroll County got us. And that's those are the games that you sit there, and it just eats at you because, let me tell you, you know tonight's game with K-Spring and Northside. You know that K-Spring is sitting there going, we've already got you once. Now you're coming to my floor. We're, at you, we're after you again. Yeah. Because we want to <clears> prove <throat> to you, because Northside's walking around, you know as well as I do, going, that one on your loss record, that's us. Yeah. We got you. We beat you. So yeah, no, these I I love these wake up call games. Well, that, that <laughs> game that game tonight too is gonna feature two of the best coaches in the area. Yes. You wanna watch uh, coaches really work the game, work the officials, work right. the kids. And and so different. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. One's out there running all one's the way on around. The, one's the which one's that? On the court. Yes. Which, which one's that? I think it's Pope. Pope's <laughs> running around. Yeah. No, that's Groose. Groose is doing that while Pope is just kind of sitting there. Yep. You know, it's two okay. different styles, but they yeah. are very effective in how they go yes. about it. Yep. Yeah. But you know, they're both fiery. If oh, you yeah. watch them, I oh, mean, yeah. they, they, at times, you know, Coach Pope will really, uh, when when he you know, gets going, right? Uh, you know he means business yes. with his players or with the officials or whatever, yep. and, right. and he will fight tooth and nail. You know, uh, Groose is the same way, but Groose is just, I mean, he's just like a hummingbird. Yeah. I mean, he, does, he, doesn't, he doesn't sit <laughs> he doesn't down for a long time. He, and... he doesn't need a chair for one. And there's a reason he wears sneakers. Because he's, oh, yeah. you know, he is moving all the time. He's he ain't sneaking ready, up he's on ready anybody. to go shoot. He's yes. ready to guard. He's ready to go. I so. can't tell you the number of pictures we have where, uh, the, there's a player shooting, and it, and then you look, it almost looks like Groose is gardening. Right. Now, he's not, but it's very close. Well, I saw one picture this week. His feet aren't on the ground. He's yeah. literally just, it looks like he's hovering oh, on yeah. the sideline where his feet's not on the ground. Yeah, well, uh, it's going to be fun tonight. Uh, great comments, be. Coach. Uh, Jimmy, what caught your attention? Hey, week? I'm going to get personal real quick, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about basketball. But uh, the thing that's been looming in my mind is something that's going to happen tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, tomorrow at our church, the pastor, uh, Pastor Mark Andrew Graham, is going to be retiring. Okay. He's going to be um, saying his last sermon. And, you know, we he's been my pastor for 31 years. Wow. He's been at the church for 35-plus years. And uh, he and his wife, uh, Rena Graham, are going to be, you know, it's it's their last Sunday. So it's it's as many as these basketball games I've been to, there's always been something else in my mind, and that's the fact that, you know, a man I listen to every Sunday yeah. uh, talk about the good Lord and tell me the way I'm supposed to live is going to be retiring. And this is a man who I named all my sons after. They really? all have a part of his name. Okay. So if to think he doesn't mean a lot to me and my family, 
It's yes. not the George Foreman thing, is it? <laughs> Where you named them all George? <laughs> George, no. George, yeah, that's good. Georgia, you know. So anyway, uh, best wishes to, uh, you know, Pastor Mark Graham and Rena Graham as they uh, will start a new chapter in their lives. And it's going to be a, uh, a hole in the heart of me, my family, and of course the hole in the heart of our church at St. John Lutheran Church. Are they staying in the area? They or? are not. Okay. You know? So it's gonna wow. be a it's gonna be a hole, but yeah. that's that's what's but hey I'm ready for I'm I'm headed to Carroll County this evening, uh, so that's the thing that's in my fore mind right now is the uh, going to watch uh, the Levine sisters yes. uh, take on uh, Jalen Hagee, Alyssa, um, Irvin, um, and and the whole Carroll County team, whole you know the Cavaliers, the Golden Eagles. It's gonna be a a great game, and the only interesting thing about that you mentioned it, Coach, is that. Whoever wins, you know, will hopefully get an easier path, maybe, to right. the state finals. But if you lose, there's 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 still a path. So it is. and they could actually yes. end up facing each other again. <laughs> yes. So anyway, that'll be something. That's something having to beat somebody twice like that. That's, That's all right. That's all do. right. You're all right with that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you guys covered it pretty well. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on at the Salem Civic Center. Um, this uh, coming up. I mean, uh, Salem Civic Center is a great sponsor of Crunch and Crunch Time. We really appreciate those folks over there. Been with us a long time. March 10th, Thursday, 7 p.m., Casting Crowns. That's contemporary Christian music. Mm, nice. Casting Crowns, a uh, great show. Um, March 18th, Friday, 7.30 p.m., uh, the next day, uh, or actually the next week, Travis Tritt. That's it. Travis like Tritt, it. man. I tell you what, I heard somebody else talking about Travis Tritt the other day. I mean, that's a good concert. You like country? Yes. That's a good concert. Uh, March 22nd, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m., the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra. Can't say enough good things about uh, what they all those fine folks do. That's just fantastic music. And then May 1st, Sunday for King and Country. Uh, that's a show that's been rescheduled. Also contemporary Christian music. Just uh, another fine uh, group out there that y- you don't want to miss. All right. Man, the show is moving along. All right, so we're going to uh, we're going to take a break, but stay with us. I mean, we got a great show today, but don't touch that dial because when we come back, we'll have Coach Pope from Northside, uh, and we'll we'll ask him a few questions, and uh, he'll be on the uh, U.S. Cellular hotline. Um, so stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Flowers and candy are nice, but what your Valentine really wants is a new Toyota. Whether you choose the all-new 2022 Highlander, Camry, Corolla, or one of our award-winning trucks, now is the time and Haley is the place to get your love with the Toyota they've been waiting for. Not only can you pick out or order your favorite new Toyota, but we also have a great selection of used vehicles, certified Toyotas, to many vehicles priced under $10,000. Due to marketing conditions, your trade has never been worth more. So come into Haley today. And remember, Haley has it for less. 
Hey folks, it's Joel Shepard from Virginia Furniture Market. Our 26th annual in-store warehouse clearance is underway. It's hands down the furniture savings event of the year. This is our largest ever as we're moving five warehouses into one brand new state-of-the-art distribution center. We've moved hundreds of items to our stores and outlets for this event. Hundreds of recliners, reclining sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, and so much more. Floor sand Samples, overstocks, canceled orders, scratch and dent, it's all at clearance prices. And enjoy special no-interest financing with approved credit. Save up to $800 on mattresses and adjustable bases from Tempur-Pedic, Sealy, and Stearns and & Foster. So don't miss these savings. It's our 26th annual in-store warehouse clearance, the region's furniture savings event of the year. Find more online at vafurnituremarket.com. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. <laughs> Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor? A volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Delville, and Roanoke. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. I tell you, I love this. We've got uh, 
Coach uh, Bill Pope from Northside on the line. Uh, so happy to have him uh, on the show today. What a fantastic coach. 35-plus uh, years uh, over at Northside. Jim named after him. Uh, I know, you know, he's a humble guy before he gets on here. I, I know he doesn't like all that uh, attention. But uh, uh, good morning, Coach Pope. How you doing? Great, Carl. How you guys doing there? We're doing great, man. We're having a great morning. We're talking basketball, so we're all smiles here. And you've got a big game tonight. We're going to talk about that in a second. But I just want to ask you a few questions. Uh, you know, you've had such sure. great success over at Northside. Um, and, and you know, it, it's amazing to me watching you year after year how good the leadership is on your teams. Um, what, what's the key to that, Coach? What's, what's the key to developing leaders out of young people like that? Well, I mean, first of all, you have to have really good people, uh, not only good basketball players, but really good people who have been raised great by their parents and grandparents and uh, aunts and uncles. So that, that's key. But then the other thing from our end of it is, is that, uh, you know, you, you start with them when they're young and start talking to them about that type of stuff and explaining what all is involved in it. And it's, it's a process. It definitely is. It's not something that, you know, because you can make shots, it makes you a good leader. Or, uh, But it's many things. You know, it's a, all the things you're doing off the court as well. So, you know, we're trying to pay attention to all that. You know, that's a great point, you know, starting young. And I know, uh, you know, when you've, when you've got a program, a lot of, te- a lot of you know, schools have teams that, that come and go. But when you have a program like you guys have at Northside, you've got to start young. And, uh, and it's interesting how... Uh, the, another observation of mine is how uh, your team really supports each other, how they it's almost like they're they're raising each other out there. And I want to talk about I can't mention them all, but just a few guys that come to mind. Uh, Swiss Jernet, mm-hmm. uh, Lawrence Cole, Cam Abshire, mm-hmm. Sidney Webb. I mean, it's just amazing uh, the leadership that's on that court. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um you know, some of those guys and, and uh, you know, what, what they do out there for you? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Arian Jeanette Swish, his nickname, he's a four-year guy for me, and he's just uh, just a ferocious competitor. Uh, he's a very skilled player, but I think first of him and foremost is he is a competitor. He, he likes to compete. He likes to win and everything we do in practice and everything. So he brings a lot to the table on that alone. And of course, he scored a lot of points for us. Uh, Lawrence Cole is just a terrific player. Uh, sees the floor really well. Is, is good at probing on offense. Uh, very skilled. Uh, it can, can do so many different things for us there. Cam Abshire, a senior, has just had a remarkable year for us. Uh, you know, he's uh, come on. He's, first of all, a terrific football player going to Emory and Henry, but but, man, he's been so good in so many ways there. He moves great without the basketball. Just, just a joy to coach. Of course, Sidney Webb is just a, a, such a big part of our emotional leadership of this team. And he's a great leader, a great defender there, uh, runs our offense. So he, he's just a third-year player for me. I've had him up since the freshman year. And then uh, another guy you did not, not mention, my fifth star, Jaden Smith, I think is just yeah. – really changed our team in the last month. I, I really do. I mean, I think he's uh, made it made it's different. He is so good in so many different ways. He doesn't score a lot of points, but but he does score. But he does so many things for us, too, especially on the defensive end, off the boards. Well, he definitely gives you some length. He's yeah. long. He's, he's definitely long. He does. He does. 
Um, one thing I, I, you know, a funny story. I mean, uh, you know, watching Sidney Webb out there, obviously we, we love him on the football field too, but, uh, you know, he, he is so quick and he's so aggressive. He can pick up fouls in a hurry. And I remember a, a couple games ago, uh, he was clean with fouls into the fourth quarter and he got one, I think in the middle of the fourth quarter. And I thought, Oh no, because he is so aggressive. I'm like, there's no way he's going to foul out. You know, there's no way that, and, and because he's so quick, I think sometimes he almost looks like he's fouling and he's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, so well, he, he's, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, that's a, a thing we've wanted to, you know, get better at, you know, as you go through a year, you, you have to keep improving. You can't be the same team you were, uh, back in November and December. You know, the season has different time periods to it and, and, and it's just different. So, but I think for Sydney, one of the things that I think he's really improved on is just that, you know, he, he's a very aggressive defender, but knowing, uh, that he's, we need him out there. So, you know, we, we he's got to manage those fouls really well. And I think he's done a terrific job on that. Coach Pope, it's Coach Leftwich. Good morning. Tell hey, me. Coach. Hey, you doing all right? <laughs> Tell me. I'm doing great. Good. Tell me the process of playing a team. Now, you get Cave Spring tonight. Tell me the process of playing a team three, four times during the season. How do your kids adjust? How do you adjust to this? And, you know, you see these kids, you know, all season long, basically. Well, you know, I... I think sometimes, I mean, I say this, you know, somebody said the line to us the other night, uh, you know, you're going to be playing somebody for the fourth time LB and it's really hard to beat a team three times as much as four, you know, all those kind of things. The way I look at it is, is I think it's really hard to beat somebody once that's good. Uh, so (laughs) I don't, you know, the, the idea that I'm thinking about multiple times. So I, I think each game is its own thing. And so I, I, you know, I, I don't really get into the, that thought I told our guys, yeah, you know, in the NBA, they do this stuff all the time. They have series and stuff and they have to do that when they play each other, you know, maybe seven straight times over two weeks. And so, I mean, they're not getting a gap in between them. So I think, you know, I think it's one of those thoughts. It is true. It's a true statement when you say it's hard to beat somebody uh, good a third time or a fourth or whatever, but I'd say it's hard to beat somebody good one time. So it's, uh, you know, you, you go into that game, once the game starts, uh, you're just, you, that's the only game that matters. You're not thinking about the last game or whatever, you know, but obviously there's going to be adjustments. You have film, you, you can look at some things that maybe you can do better the next time and maybe you uh, did really well, you know, so that's all there. And that, that of course is, is a nice thing, but, but they've got that too. So, you know, this game will be on its own merits tonight. Sure. Now let me ask you, and I always like to ask this, a couple mm-hmm. years from now, say two years from now, who's the kid we're okay. with, who's the kid you're looking at going, that's my guy two years from now. I know he's going to be the one. <laughs> who, who is that kid coming up in your system? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a tough question because, uh, you know, I think, first of all, what I my first thought is, is that, uh, you know, uh, we'll know that sometime. But I, I hate making those things because I think sometimes it happens too much for kids where, they're told you're going to be the next or the next, but you know, I have a number of guys. I have, I have on this team. I guess it's uh, five or six freshmen and sophomores, and uh, and and all of them have gotten to play. And uh, so, you know, I, I think out of that group, it could be uh, uh, all those guys. I hope, and uh, you know, those guys are 
You know, Cy Hardy's a freshman, and Michael Harvey's a freshman, and Kai Logan's a sophomore, and DJ Vi's a sophomore, and Nick Crawford is a sophomore, and uh, Austin Slash is a freshman. And so uh, I, I don't think I missed any there, but those are really good players. So who knows? But I, I think sometimes, uh, you know, just all the the hype to somebody and it's, you know, the nature of what we live in with social media and all the access to getting information out. But I, I would rather just see uh, somebody, you know, that's just, just keeps, keeps working at it. Doesn't buy into all the hype and stuff and stays really hungry on that. So uh, I know those guys are really good for me. So there's there's some guys that to look for down the road. Hey coach Pope, it's uh, Jimmy Whitaker. And I'll just tell you, that's a, that's a great answer you gave because uh, you just, encouraged all your younger players to, to to really work hard for these next few years. So, well-spoken. But, hey, the, the quick question I was going to ask you, the thing I've noticed about Northside this season is that I almost look at it like uh, I, I, that you're a chef. And what I mean by that is is that you have such a mixture of players, and it's always like you're adjusting the roster until you get that right flavor. So just speak to that if you don't mind. Well, that's true. I think, you know, one thing is, is, uh, is I think it's, if there's practice and, you know, there's off season work and all that, but I think there's nothing like, uh, seeing somebody in a game. So going into a season, we always try to uh, see people in games and even some situations where it could be pretty hard there, you know, so it, just to see how they do. Now, as you get to this time in the year, I, th- I think, uh, you know, we feel like we got to a pretty good, uh, to stay on that same analogy, a pretty good recipe right now <laughs> with our rotation and stuff. And uh, so, and those, you know, five that Carl brought up to me have been really rock steady for us right now in our starting five, and, and we're leaning on pretty hard. But we do have some guys coming in. But I think you're absolutely right, Jimmy. On the, and as we go through the season, we're, we're, we're looking for that, that right recipe. And, and, and to me, you have to do some experimenting as the season goes on to, to try to find it there because games are different than practice. And uh, so, but we've had a lot of games now, so we we uh, are, are settling in on some things. And yet, and yet, I say that I, I don't know. You never know what's going to happen in a game tonight. And we do have some guys that have gotten game minutes, and so we'll see. Well, coach, we uh, wish you well against uh, the Cave Spring Knights this evening. So there you go. Hey, coach. Um... Thank you so much. Hey, Coach, so tonight's game, uh, we got to talk a little bit about this because we've got you on okay. the air and it's it's happening tonight. Um, without giving away anything, I mean, what, what what is the general expectation you have of your team coming in there? I mean, that's uh, you've given, you've dealt Cave their only loss and, and they beat you uh, this year as well. Uh, I think there's a lot of excitement in the Valley. I mean, if, if you're a basketball fan, you better be in that gym or listening on the radio because it is going to be good. We're, we're really anticipating a great game. So what, what's your, what, what's your kind of take on tonight's uh, battle? Well, you did a really nice job. (laughs) 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 You know, I, I, yes, I'd say the year uh, statement, sir. I mean, I I agree with all that. I, you know, I I will say this. I think that, um, you know, each game takes a life of its own and uh, you just, you know, I always tell my guys that, you know, despite all the predictions out there, and we live in a world of predictions, I mean, before everything, but I always point out to them a lot of things that I wonder how many people predicted this, and it'll be something that just 
there's just no way anybody could have seen that coming. And I think that's the beauty of the game, beauty of sports. It's, it's what makes it sports is that nobody really knows. Everybody can say it and that's fun to do. And, uh, but you know, we're just going to get in there and, and we'll see where this game takes us. But we do expect uh, that, you know, there's some expectations with how hard we play and uh, you know, how we're going to play and, but we'll see, you know, that's, that's the excitement of it all. And, and so I think you captured it well. It's, it's going to be really exciting. Well, he is Northside head basketball coach, Bill Pope. Coach, thanks so much for your time this morning. We know you're a busy guy. It's game day, but we really enjoyed it. I tell you, our, our uh, listeners are, are loving it right now. And, and you, you just do a great job with those kids. And we really appreciate your time. Well, thank you guys so much for everything. It's just, it's just so fantastic for high school sports. And, uh, and thanks for having me on anytime. I'd, I'd be glad to. Thank you, coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. I could listen to that guy. I could listen to him all day. <laughs> he's getting ready. And you know, he's so smart. I mean, it's hard to talk about things like a game Yes. on, on game day. Right. And it's hard to talk about, you know, he, he doesn't like necessarily to call out individuals because it's know. a team sport. I, right. But he does a great job of calling out uh, individuals and their strengths and, and uh, you know, naming names and really, really... Uh, if you, even if you don't follow basketball, you got to follow this game tonight. This one and the one that Jimmy's going to down in Carroll County with uh, Stanton River. Uh, I mean, this is so exciting. Right. Uh, no matter what happens, I mean, this is just going to be a lot of fun. And uh, these kids are really jazzed. I love the fact he gives nothing away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good. I think what it you is. said is good, Carl. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're golden. I'm yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Hey, and also, you know, I think it's pretty obvious too. He the the future looks bright for Northside basketball. Yeah. Yes. I mean, to have that many guys him call out that are freshmen and sophomores, oh, that's that's a nice look for for Northside. Yeah, well, well one kid's last name is Slash. That's scary. Well, let me tell you, that yeah. kid's gonna get out there and move around. Well, and, he's he's following in yeah, his there's big been some brother slash, slash yes, shoes. That's, that's what correct. I'm yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, we really appreciate it uh, from Coach Pope, and and uh, uh, but these games are going to be great tonight. All right, I want to talk a little bit about one of our sponsors, the Dogwood Restaurant in Venton. Nice. Baby. Oh man, I, every time I I get hungry when I just think about okay. talking about those guys now. And, uh, you know, Keith, Jamie, and the whole crew over there just do a, a, a wonderful job. We talk about it really every week. We talk a little bit about it. I know. I think Jimmy was over there again this week. Jimmy's got a, a frequent flyer card. <laughs> yes. I think, you know, they know him by first name. I think he's got a key to the back door. Yep. I, th- I, I think I saw him carrying produce in the other day. Right. My son Graham and I were over there this week. And I, and I will say this real quick. Um, uh, Keith let me sample a future appetizer Ooh. when they get the oh. uh, restaurant both sides open. Yeah. And let me tell you, can I you was share all what it in. Was? It's your new favorite? I, I can share what it was. And I mean, I'm not sure it's made the menu yet. Okay. But he brought it out and he said, we're thinking about using this as an appetizer. It was candied bacon. Oh, oh my gosh. Bacon. He brought us two slices of thick candied bacon. He said, I'm thinking about using this as an appetizer. So are you telling me sugar and bacon oh, and grease, yeah. grease I mean, and sugar? Really? I'm telling you, I took a bite. My son Graham took a bite, and we looked at him and said, yes. Nice. It was 
It was delish. See, that's how Jimmy actually gets to decide what's on <laughs> right. the menu. That's scary. Oh, yeah. That's how often he goes to the. No, they they are great people no, over they there. Are. So you can go by and get Jimmy's bacon uh, yeah, here in a right. couple weeks. You know, yeah, that's, that's not got a bad name to <laughs> yeah, it. There, that's right, that's right. Jimmy thing bacon. Exactly. <laughs> well, we really appreciate the uh, Dogwood and all their support for high school athletics around the area, and certainly supporting Crunch Time. All right, so we've got to talk a little bit about. Uh, some some ball that's happened this week. You know, we've got great games tonight, but I, I want to recap some of the things that are going on. We'll go quickly. The first thing I want to do is talk a little bit about wrestling uh, last week uh, and just really mention the state champions and maybe a few of the uh, place holders, right. place winners. Uh, we didn't have anybody in 6A make it into uh, any of the places, although Franklin County did a nice job, sent some wrestlers over there and, and competed well. In 5A, though, William Fleming in the 170-pound class, Jacob Henderson won the state title. And I'm telling you what, I saw him wrestle during the season. He was he was crazy good. Mm, yeah. I mean, he is so strong and uh, so happy. I know there was some thoughts that maybe he might be able to pull it off, but uh, he did get a state title. Uh, in the 220-pound class for Patrick Henry, Traquan Robertson got third place, another just great wrestler. Uh, and third place is nothing to sneeze at. No. I mean, I'm telling you, these wrestlers are all good. And, and it may just be, you know, the difference between a state championship and third or fourth place, I mean, it may just be a, a one one little move. That's it. Uh, yeah. You know, or or one thing that, that the other guy gets you on. Uh, in 4A, uh, Salem's uh, Kyman Kenny uh, got third place in the 138-pound class. And then 3A, this is where we got a lot of our, uh, our wrestlers that were recognized. We had Hidden Valley's. Uh, J.B. Dragovich won a state championship in the 120-pound class. What a great job he did. Loved, go, JB. Yeah. loved watching him wrestle. Uh, Stanton River, those guys on the bottom, I mean, they had good wrestlers all the way through, but that uh, Colin Martin at 106-pound, and then right behind him, 113-pound, Noah Neininger. Um, yeah. Both won state championships. And, uh, you know, competition gets tougher as you move along, but those two just took people apart all sure. year long. Mm. I mean, they really... And they're uh, young. And they're young. They're freshmen. That's it. They're young. I mean, they've got a lot of freshmen right. on that team. So, uh, you know, we talk about New Kent winning the state title in 3A. You better pay attention to Stanton River yes. moving forward. And uh, so, anyways, a couple couple guys there. Um, in Stanton River, 132-pound Peyton Hatcher uh, got fourth place. Uh, Josh Kelly for Stanton River, 170-pound. He finished second. Uh, Stanton River, 160-pound. Mason Ayers finished fourth. Uh, so a lot of Stanton River guys. Uh, Logan Arnold finished seventh or second right. uh, for Stanton River, 145-pound. And then Brady Barnes uh, finished second for Stanton River, 152 pounds. It, for Botetot, it was at the 132-pound class. It was Colin Sell finishing third, 182-pound. Um, it was uh, Connor Shiflett for Botetot finishing fourth. Northside had a couple Swansons in there. Uh, Joel Swanson, 126-pound, finished fifth. And uh, uh, in the 138-pound class, it was Caleb Swanson finishing third. Uh, William Byrd, uh, Xavier Preston had a fantastic year. He just yeah. couldn't quite get over the hump against the new Kent guy. Okay. But uh, he finished second, but what a great year for him, 160-pound. And he was really wrestling on one leg at the end. Right. Uh, but uh, one of the uh, folks told me that nobody worked harder than that kid all year long. And so we're proud of we're proud of all these guys, but sure. proud of him. Uh, William Bird's uh, heavyweight Hunter Richards finished second again, 285-pound. Mm. 
class. That 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 was a tough loss against uh, Christiansburg. Okay, in 2A, Glenver had a bunch of wrestlers, um, 175, uh, 170 pound. Chase Miller was the champion uh, for Glenver. 113 pound, uh, River Smith finished third. 132 pound for Glenver, Jake Klein finished third. Uh, Glenver, 145 pound, uh, Trey Lawrence finished second. And then Glenver, 152 pound, Ethan Flowers finished third. So a lot of really good wrestlers there. Yes. Um, you know, didn't they didn't all get that state championship, but man, they really did us proud in the area. Um, and then um, 120 pound, uh, Craig Boyer uh, for James River uh, won uh, the state title there. 160 pound, Hunter Forbes for James River came in second. 126 pound, these are all James River guys. Chase Cuddy. Uh, was a champ, uh, won the state title. 195-pound Carter Miller was a state champion. Man, that was a wrestling event, wasn't it there, uh, was, yeah. Jimmy? That was something else. Uh, Zayden Wynn uh, finished fourth for James River at 106-pound. Uh, and then 145-pound um, Wes Ferguson finished fifth uh, for James River. And then 113-pound Jaden or Braden Forbes finished fifth. So a lot of wrestlers in, in a few of these schools really did well. But we didn't want to just... You know, the, right. the state championship happened after our show last week. It's yes. kind of anticlimactic, but it's not. So, um, you know, we wanted to recognize some of those guys, and I hope I got those all right. Well, you know, one of the things that I truly loved last week was, you know, you watch coaches' feeds on how their guys are doing, and even if they're not, you know, a wrestling coach, the football coaches, and Coach Lovelace with Henderson yeah. over at Fleming. I'm talking, he was so excited that this young man won that title. Nice. His feed blew up on Facebook with like, my, my guy did it. He's won this title. And it, and it was so exciting That's to watch. That's awesome. Because, you know, and you see those relationships that these kids build with these coaches. Yep. Yeah. That's Great. awesome. All right. So let's get into some basketball now. We've got wrestling behind us. Okay. Monday, we're just going to go through the days. Jimmy and I were at, uh, and we'll just work on Jimmy and I right now. Coach, if you got something to throw in there, please throw it in there. But you got it. Uh, Monday, Patrick Henry beat Harrisonburg, the girls, 65-49. Anything there, Jimmy, that stood out for you? Yeah, just uh, the quick things. I'll give some leading scores there. Uh, Many Childress led uh, PH with 17 points, followed by Jada Cook with 14. Nivea Childress, Trinity Breedlove, they had 10 points each. And then someone who really contributed off the bench was Dayana Penn with seven points, uh, five points of those coming in a row, and they were in the second half. And not the, And Harrisonburg was led by... Jalenette Vega Garcia with 15, and Ellie Muncie with 14, and Mariah Kane with 14. So just to mention those, they but PH was uh, on target that night. They were shooting well. Yeah. So we're gonna, you know, obviously there's been a lot of water over the dam yes. throughout the whole week. So we're gonna go start on Monday, and Jimmy just covered that game. My game, I was at the boys' basketball game over at William Bird. They took on Carroll County. Bird beat him 68 to 56. Cam Richardson, man, can you talk about a guy who can jump out of the gym? Oh, man, um, he can. You're right. They did a play. He missed it, but they did a play on an out-of-bounds play where uh, it was a dunk on an out-of-bounds play under the bucket. Okay. yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if he hit the rafters or what, but, I mean, it, you know, it hit the back of the rim, but, I mean, he's a real jumper. He finished with 13. Trevor uh, Rubel had uh, – he had 15 – um, and he's a strong, strong point guard. Uh, Carroll County hung around um, for a bit, but uh, it just was too much bird on the night. Um, Bryce Smoot had 19 for Carroll, and he, Elijah Cox had 18. Okay. So just wanted to mention some guys there. Okay, now moving to Tuesday, 
Uh, Lord Botetot beat Bassett in a close game, 77 to 72. Yep. Uh, this is boys basketball. Jimmy, what'd you have at that game? Well, uh, the, the highlights I would pull from it is first of all, to mention that, you know, coach Hart got his hundredth win. So that was a big thing. But the highlight for me that night was watching Tyler Mead. Uh, if you've ever seen a player, uh, get in the zone yeah. where they were not missing, Tyler Mead had 23 points in the first half. Wow. He finished the evening with 35 points. And I'm telling you, he had a look in his eye, and I went up and told his dad after the game, I said, whatever you fed that boy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, feed it to him again at the next game. Yeah. But anyway, that was quite a highlight that I would pull from there. And also, uh, the Lord Botetot girls, you know, were over William Bird that night. So that was a nice win for uh, for Botetot on Tuesday evening for both guys and girls. We have, I think, Coach Hart for Botetot. Uh, Jimmy did a nice interview after the game. Let's talk to Coach Hart here. I'm here with uh, Coach Hart. Congratulations on a, a big win over a very tough Bassett team. Thank so, you, yeah. yeah. His 100th win, by the way. Oh, and there we go. 100th win. Congratulations on that as well. Thank you. So talk to me a little bit about the game tonight. Uh, yeah, man, Bassett came to play. Uh, we, you know, we played really, really well. One of our best offensive first halves. And they, you know, they really hung with us. It was a 10-point game at halftime. And they were able to score the ball on us. And I don't know that we did that much wrong. They just they just made some plays. And, uh, you know, hats off to them for playing really, really hard. And, and playing hard till the end of the game, too. They just kept scrapping and wouldn't go away. Yeah. Uh, we, we just couldn't make some free throws there late in the fourth quarter to really just put it away. And they... They kept coming at us and made some shots, and you know I'm glad we ended up on the on the right side of that thing. And, and um, yeah, we played well enough to win. We made enough shots to win, and we're proud of it. All right, so uh, Tyler Mead, how can we not say something about a, a, a young man who scored 35 points? Say 23 points at halftime. I know. I, I I don't know. I don't have the words to words to do that. He took great advantage of some of some great opportunities, and uh, man, he got the ball into the basket around the rim, um, which we've been wanting guys to do all year, and he. He did more of that tonight than all of us have done, <laughs> um, you know, throughout the year. Um, but like you said, you know, we've got some great players oh, yeah. around him, uh, and he he just took advantage of of great opportunities. And he's a he's a phenomenal player, and he shot the ball well. He scored the ball well. It was our big our our biggest output uh, output from anybody in my three years here. So yeah. Um, and Great. you know we don't play that way. We don't play. We share the ball too much to score thirty-five. And, and he didn't do it selfishly at all. He just yeah. he had opportunities and he put the ball in the basket. Yep. And he deserves you know all the credit for that. Okay, so you have uh, Northside coming up. Yeah. So obviously you you know Northside. Yeah. So I think we both know each other uh, quite well. Um, you know. It's just going to be another ground out battle, and, and and hopefully we make some more plays and put some more you know pressure on them than we did our last. Our last game was pretty disappointing. We just didn't. You know, they played really really well, and we just didn't show. Um, and you know that happens. We're we're dealing with 15, 16, 17 year old kids, and sometimes you just don't you just don't have a good day. So. Yeah. Well, um, coach, uh, congratulations. Now that I hear hundredth. That's right. Yeah. That that's great. I I know you don't want to talk about it, but right. that's. That's a quite a milestone. So congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it is. I haven't, you know, I haven't been coaching, you know, that long. This is my uh, eighth year, I guess, kind of seven and a half uh, with the COVID. With COVID, right? Games out there. You don't set out coaching to try to go win, you know, 100 or 200 or 300. But uh, it's always good to check one of those off and just, you know, feel that feel that your work is, you know, developed into into something. And you know, it's it's hats off to the kids. We got great kids here. 
lucky and, um, you know, just fortunate enough to win, you know, well, a good amount of games every year and, and keep coming back. Well, congratulations and good luck against uh, Northside. Thank you. Wow, great to hear Coach Hart. Uh, and uh, talking about Tyler Mead, uh, wow, what a uh, what a night. All right, Wednesday night, we're going to jump around. We got we to gotta move here. Wednesday night, Riverside eliminated uh, William Fleming 61-59 to in a great game. Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell at 20, Jerron Walker 18, Zaquan Robertson 14. Uh, but, you know, uh, Riverside just hung around and hung around and then yeah. pulled it out at the end. Yes. Uh, Thursday night, it was Cave Spring over Abingdon 71-31. Wow. I was at that game. Yes. I'm telling you what, they they stood on the accelerator. I was getting updates, and it was like 44 to 10 at the half, I yeah. believe. Yeah, it was just wow. unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, they were led by Tinsley with 15. Dylan Saunders had a great night, 14. Stark Jones, 13. Owen Dalyat, 10. Bryce Cooper, 9. Graham Lilly, 6. So when they're that even across the board, you're not going to beat them. Exactly. I mean, they're just, you know, they're sharing the ball. Right. But we have Coach Cruz. I uh, actually have uh, both the um, – the Cave Spring coaches on here. Uh, let's hear from uh, the coaches. All right, I'm here with uh, the Cave Spring coaches after a big win over Abingdon. Uh, Greg Mackey, who's a state champion and was the knight at Cave Spring High School. He's too, he's too humble to say that, but I'll, I'll say it for him. When, when were you the knight? you got to tell me. Uh, shoot, long time. 2008, 2009. Wow. Yeah, I'm old. You look young, though. And he, he's... he's I'm going to say he's the top. He's in the top two of best point guards to ever come here. Just because I'm partial to him, but I'm also partial to Buster. So I'm not going to split. Oh, here we go. I'm not going to split hairs on that, but he was really good. All right, so let's talk about this game. What a big win. I mean, that was a good team, and you guys took them apart early. Uh, what was the key? Shoot, the, our guys did a great job focusing and, and practice yesterday. They did a tremendous job with the, with the game plan we put together. Um, but it, it, our, our plan was stopping 31. The big kid inside, he had a 42-point game earlier this year. And, 42 and 19. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he and he was putting up some big numbers towards the end of the year. So that was our game plan. Slow him down and just play play K-Spring basketball. Play yeah. Play we normally and he got two early fouls, picked up a third kind of early. You know, I told our coaches in our meeting, you know, our coaches do a great job. Him, Derek Rawl, they all do a great job watching film stuff. So, I mean, this kid put up 42 19. I can't do that in an upward game at 42 years old. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care who you're playing. Like, that's tough. So, I thought Jack was great. I thought our defensive energy effort, we were locked in. You know, it, it, as coaches, we can do whatever we want to do as far as the game plan. But if our kids don't execute it, like, it, it means nothing. You know, guys, we're locked in defense. you got to give Dylan Saunders some credit, too, tonight. I mean, a couple couple big blocks in there early really set the tone. He made and 31 work. He made every, every, every bounce pass in the post, he made him work. I was going to say, yeah, every catch, every position, he, he had to work, you know. Coach and I were texting earlier today. It was like, like Dylan's our big team because, you know, the kids are loaded. Like, if he gets going and gets Dylan in foul trouble, like, we're in trouble. Like, I told Dylan before the game, our Jay Bill said this one night, I was like, we can get two points back. We can't get a foul back. Right. So, sometimes just, like, don't have to shag. Don't do it. Just, you know, sometimes, like, I know we're going to play really deep, but, thank you. you know, don't give up that foul. You, you do this no good sitting on the back. Yeah, well, he was impressive. And one thing I want to call out, which I'm, I think is really impressive, is you guys put so much pressure on the top. So, you know, it was hard for them to even see him because the guards out front really get in their grip. They got after it. That was, that, was, that, was a, that was a game plan of ours, too. And we have we, – our guards are 
physical. They're strong. They're bigger than a lot of teams yeah. we play. And and Bryce Cooper, I mean, he applies the pressure. And um, he can't be counted as a guard. He's six five. Point four. Like our coaching staff and Coach Ruff did a good job of saying, like, Dylan's got to do a good job half moving in there. But if we don't have good ball pressure, we're not tracing the ball, we're not taking vision away, we're allowing that easy pass to happen. Like, we can't blame Dylan for the entry pass. Right. That, it's got to be that, that that wing ball pressure just has to be just as good as him. And then on that third side of the floor, that offside guard has to be there because, man, they throw that lob really well. That kid does a great job of still. He's got great footwork. And he goes up and gets, like, he's a, we were talking about, like, he's like a wide receiver. You shoot throw like that little little throw to the corner, and they just goes up and gets, like, he goes up and gets the ball. He goes up and Yeah, he, he does a really good job of it. So it, it was Dylan really, really good. But really good ball pressure, and then the third side had to be there for that 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 long. Last thing, I mean, you got a lot of guys that played really well. The guy that just walked by, uh, Tinsley had a great game. Boy, he can really stroke. Cameron Tinsley, okay, he's uh, he's really matured in front of our eyes. Really grown up, I would say. Um, really worked hard the offseason to put some weight on. Obviously, put some more weight on. All of us can do that at that age, except for me. I can't put any more weight. It's not good. But he's putting weight on. Um, and he's really starting to play with confidence. And when he's playing with confidence, we have more confidence. Right. So it's it's that collective, like he's comfortable in the game. I don't think he's worried about like making a mistake and we're gonna pull you out. Like we're like, man, just go play, like be comfortable. And I think we, you know, we've always known we can play, we've always known we can shoot. But it's like like nearly mean, like you've got to get comfortable in the game. Right. Coach coach does a great job so it's like we play like a minute in some spurts. And then also that minutes went to a minute thirty, then a minute forty five, then two minutes. Then he got starting two games for us. So like I think he is he's evolved and grown up right from He changes your team. He really does. And every time he shoots it, you think it's going in. Like yeah. we have the confidence that we think it's going in every single yeah. time he shoots the ball. We get we get upset when he does shoot. Like yeah. Again, like I tell everybody in America, I tell everybody in America, like I love the play for our staff because we get mad when you get overlooked and you don't shoot, right? So, like let that thing go, man. Like it's white in the game. Like shoot it, man. Like let it roll. I tell you, I, I love hearing those guys talk. We also got Cave Springs athletic trainer. Let's give her a listen. So who's the best athletic trainer in the area? I just, I, I want to know. I no idea. I've got, you, I mean, yet. I don't, I, we're still looking. Danielle uh, Powers does a great job for us. I guess I got to She really does. She really does. Oh, I know. How, how, how hard is it to get these guys ready? I mean, they're, they're physical out there and they're running around. Do you worry about them pulling something or? No, most of these kids are pretty low maintenance. They're very athletic and very um, you'll, you'll see, when you see me running on the court, it's typically a kid that doesn't complain and I know it's like something big, but I don't worry too much about So that's funny. You know them so well. You can tell by their facial yeah. expressions whether they're really hurt or whether it's just, you know, minor. Yeah, usually the older ones, since I've been here almost four years, they'll just look at me and give me a thumbs up and I say, okay, and then we just we chill and we're good. Awesome. Great job. Okay. I tell you, those athletic trainers are key. They they don't yes. get enough love. They they do a great job with the kids. All right, last night, man, Radford uh, beating James River forty-one to forty. Jimmy and I were at that game. Real quick, Jimmy, we got to wrap it up. What uh, what do you got to say about that that battle? Well, the quick statement would be one point makes a huge difference. And one player, Parker Prelo, only scored one point, but he happened to score when there was one point five seconds left in the game, and that's what put him ahead. And so. One point makes a huge difference. So, yeah, I, I, that's a great. And he, you know, he made a couple steals. He right oh, at the end. Yeah. I mean, he is super quick. 
All right, uh, great show today. Uh, thanks for listening to Crunch Time. Really uh, want to thank Coach Pope for being on here and all the great interviews, and uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, thanks for all our sponsors. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. For Coach Randy, he's Jimmy Whitaker. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.